Unfortunately, I agree. <laughs> it's yeah. not fun. I hate, yeah. that I, I hate that I agree with you on this. <laughs> hey, welcome to Midweek here at Press Church. Before we dig in, go ahead and like and subscribe. Hit that notification bell and uh, make sure you're up to date on everything we're doing. Uh, today we have uh, another question. We had a question that was sent in, so we're going to dig into that a little bit. The, the basic question I'll ask is this. Uh, can our faith be scientifically proven? Uh, so let's we can dig into that a little bit, and then after that, we'll dig into. There was a tweet that was sent to us, and he mm-hmm. basically asked, "Hey, what do you think of this tweet?" But I think I want to start with this question: Can our faith be scientifically proven? Uh, yeah, I think the question would have to be rephrased just a little bit because. Uh, you having faith can be scientifically right. Proven. I was going to say I can, can prove the, you have faith. Can the can foundations our, can of our, your faith? Can our, yes, can be the found- scientifically proven at least? You know, with, with uh, empirical evidence, uh, a replicatable, mm-hmm. um, you know, data that yes. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The foundations of your faith, and I think we're probably pointing to the resurrection ultimately because that is the foundation of our faith. Right. Yeah. That. Uh, you would say that it hinges on that point. <laughs> that yeah, I mean that's that, pretty important. <laughs> that's kind of the whole Christian thing wrapped up right there. And, and, and sometimes people will just say, "Well, it's uh, you know the death," but no, it's no, the resurrection yeah. because death, resurrection. our God. A lot ra- of people die. Rose again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. So would you? I. Would you say that the the foundation of our faith is scientifically proven? Or provable, or, uh, or yeah, provable via. And the short answer I would say is no. Now I know there's plenty of people out there who will point to all of the the evidence around it and the say evidence that demands a verdict. Right. Yes. As Josh McDowell would call it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and I travel with that. Like mm-hmm. yes, but is it going to be to the level that you can have positive empirical, mm-hmm. you know? Support? No, I don't. I don't think that would uh, get you there. Right? Would qualify? Jason, would you? Would you agree or disagree? Unfortunately, I agree. <laughs> it's <laughs> not I hate, fun. I hate yeah. that. I, I hate that. I agree with you on. Well, this. I, I, yeah, I, I guess, and part of me too is is figuring out what it is we're trying to prove. Like you know, and I know there's an entire theological category called apologetics, mm-hmm. right? And that that's demonstrating that our faith is reasonable. I mm-hmm. I don't know that I would say it's uh, provable, because ultimately, you know, proving heaven, right, or proving life with yeah. eternity, right, is impossible. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's not. It's outside of the world yeah. of science. So science is not going to prove it one way or the other. Right. Um, and so that's where I get hung up in, what are we trying to prove? Right. And and, and then you know, our faith is faith the thing like you know we talk about the faith mm-hmm. as yeah, though as it's a, a list of theologies right. or doctrines or tenets of our faith you mm-hmm. know is is that what we have to defend mm-hmm. or is trusting which you know that's that's really the word faith it's mm-hmm. about a, a conviction that something is true mm-hmm. and so what is what is faith i guess is the Sounds like something CR would ask, but <laughs> yeah. what is what is what is it actually? Well, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and read the tweet. Okay. Um, but there were some big words in here that I'm like, hey, it might be it might be better for us to to get this down to 
regular level. So, um, so I can understand. So, is that what you're saying? So they, they, they don't know some of these words. You lost but, me a tweet. But so, uh, <laughs> so, so here it is. It starts like it says, faith is not a logical conclusion derived from empirical evidence. This is the folly of the well-intended but totally flawed pop apologetics of the McDouble slash Strobel variety. Faith is a response to revelation, a phenomenon that lies far beyond the limited scope of empiricism. The assumption that the claims of faith can be or need be proven according to terms set forth by empiricism, especially of the logical positivism kind, is a foolish gambit into a rigged game. The very rules of the game eliminate any witnesses, any witness of faith as, a credi- as credible from the onset, outset. To make it simple, I believe that Jesus Christ is the risen Son of God because it has been revealed to me. This cannot be proven nor disproven. It can only be testified to and believed or disbelieved. And he has a quote from uh, Pascal saying, The heart has its reasons of which reason knows nothing. So again, like I said, there's a lot of... Yeah, he makes a very a very complicated big, statement. <laughs> big words, but yeah, coming down to it, <laughs> yeah. to make it simple, yeah, it could. Well, I think I do, yeah. it can't be proven. Part or of what he's talking about too is you know that statement. I believe that Jesus Christ is the risen Son of God because it has been revealed to me, and that's kind of his premise. Mm-hmm. Right. Until that is revealed, I can't argue someone into believing that. Right. And and I would I would agree. I, I'm not going to argue someone into believing that Jesus. Uh, you know, is the risen Son of God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can show that it's logical to believe that, right? And and I can show from evidence in my own life that that has changed me. That has you know given right. me hope and hopefully produced some of the fruit of the spirit that we read about because of my faith in that, right? But I, I'm not going to sit here and try to you know convince someone who's already who's not convinced through five arguments mm-hmm. that therefore. This is true, and you have to believe it. I do it. think, yeah, we talked about this a little bit, like the point of apologetics. I, there's, I think there's a point where it's like Christians want to be like, hey, we're not crazy, and we've got some reasons to think this way. Yeah. And here's what, and maybe it goes to an extreme of that, of trying to have this, this earthly certainty right. that is probably unrealistic to have. Because at some point, going back to that word faith, what is... What is faith? Is is it faith if it's certifiably true? Right. Well, I think you hit on a word there that's important: is certainty. I mean, I feel like that's the that is an idol mm. in our time. You know, being mm-hmm. certain of something is. I feel like I can't have faith unless I'm absolutely certain in it. And like you said, faith is well. Hebrews 11, <laughs> 1, what, yeah. right? You know, you know, faith is the substance of things not seen, mm-hmm. the evidence of, of, of things not seen. You know, it's a, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Right. Mm-hmm. So evidence is the faith, not something else. Right. You know, the, the evidence of Christ risen is my belief in him, which is circular reasoning. Right, right, in a logic, right. in a logical syllogism. Right, but that's the that's the struggle. Well, and at some point too, Christians we like to use the Bible as our source of right. proof, and, you, and yeah. so it, in and of itself, you get someone who's not a believer and say, "You can't use the Bible. I don't believe. I don't right. believe in the Bible, so you can't use the Bible to tell me that right. I'm wrong." Right. right. 
Yeah, uh, there's so many angles that you can go with this. Okay, so, uh, you know, uh, apologetics. What's the value of it then? You know, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I do believe that it absolutely has value, especially when you're at the entry point of uh, theism versus atheism. Right. You know? And I think that you can use science and make a credible argument for absolutely. theism, yeah. right? Yeah. But that doesn't enter into this concept of uh, believing that this God... Uh, this God uh, presented himself in, in this other personality. I'm, I'm taking this in, in a more, this is how I, uh, a person who doesn't have a belief system might look at it. Right. Okay, so you're saying there's this God and he has three personalities and one of them uh, became flesh and then died a, a human death and then rose again, right? Okay, so that is what we're saying and that is our God. And so to say that, yeah, we cannot scientifically prove that that, that, right. that is true. Right. We can give you a lot of evidence around it, mm -hmm. but we cannot prove that that is true. And that requires, that's faith. Right. Everybody has faith at a certain point. Like even the atheist is, has faith. They, they would have faith in their concept of science right. and right. that type of thing. But, you know, I absolutely believe apologetics are... Uh, extremely valuable, and I think that it's a great entry point to go, hey, there is something more. Mm -hmm. You know, I look at guys like William Lane Craig, I look at the Kalam cosmological argument, those kinds of things, and I'm like, that, that is, some people need stuff like I was just, that. Yeah, I was about to say, like, there's people who, yeah, they, they want to dig in, they are asking questions, and they may are on a different intellectual level, and it's like, if they can't make sense of it, or mm -hmm. put, if there's nothing credible, about it, they're going to dismiss it very easily. Well, the, and the irony is in that tweet, you know, he quotes Blaise Pascal, who had apologetic right. stuff. <laughs> right. You know, he gives the ontological yeah, yeah. argument. He gives right, the, right. The, the great uh, gamble argument. Right. You know, like all these things. So it, it's not either or. They're, yeah, they're, I feel right. like he, he throws McDowell and Strobel under the bus a little bit in that, or not a little bit, he throws them under the bus. And I think it's... But I think I think he throws them under the bus because they are searching for, and I'm projecting. I'm sure uh, I don't know their heart. I'm not, I guess right. I have met one of them maybe once in passing, but right. I don't know them. Um, they are looking for certainty. They want to be able to. The, the feeling mm. I get from reading their work is, gotcha. yeah, like, I want to be able to stand up and say, I know I'm right and you're wrong, right. and I can prove it. And that is well, not. Well, but what and is. what does it prove? Is it proving that Jesus existed and died and rose again? It's proving that faith in Jesus is the right decision. That's what they want to get to. Yeah. Yes, I would say that. But you know, in Scripture, it talks about you know the demons know that right. Jesus is Christ, and they shudder. They worship God more than a lot of us do, right? If you really so, think about what that. is yeah? So what is that defining point? And I think it's getting to the point of knowing that you actually need a savior, or that there is a yes. like right. what? Okay, so there's this God person, and he had this <laughs> earthly God person that he sent, and right. So I pulled up First Corinthians two ten through fourteen. If you want to read the whole thing, that's fine. But basically, it sets up that none of this can be revealed to us except by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so when you talk about the uh, demons believing or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, there might be a belief there, but not the same kind of belief that we have in which we we are entering in sacrificially in, in an obedient manner towards our king. That can only be, that, that uh, entire concept can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. 
And I think I think that is a problem with apologetics where, okay, you can get there in some scientific ways if you want to start with the basic premise uh, of theism. But at the end of the day, you can believe there is God. In fact, there's a lot of people who believe there is God and have no relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. So right. in order to uh, embrace that part, um, which the other, you know, I feel like uh, Paul's scripture on that is really good. First uh, Corinthians fifteen fourteen, and if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. so, and so is, is your faith, your faith right? Yeah, yes. So yes, um, so that says it all right there. I mean, right. there, it, it, none of it matters if right. that isn't true, right? Right. But it can't be revealed except by the Holy Spirit. So have all the scientific evidence you want. Yeah. Right. So basically, you're saying if the Holy Spirit doesn't convict us, doesn't bring this, then we're screwed. Kinda, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't use that kind of I wouldn't use that kind of language necessarily, and I don't mean saying screwed because I'd I say far worse than screwed. Well, but, the, yeah, but, uh, but I think the problem is this concept of uh, the Christian God is a much more mystical experience, and it isn't. It is not going to be easy whether you're uh, the, the kind who embraces the supernatural or not. It's going to be challenging no matter what. It's going to be painful no matter what uh, because sin has separated us from this perfect union with God and therefore our entire existence, no matter who you are, is going to be fraught with yeah. challenges. And yet we were created to be spiritual beings. yes. And so there is that struggle between the two. Yes. You know, and that's why we have people who don't have a relationship with God. Yes. Right. No matter who you are, whether you choose to believe or not, whether you can believe or not, welcome to the struggle. But I think we all feel it. Because <laughs> you're going to be struggling yeah. in this life. But I think we all feel it, you know, going through your life, there's more. There's more. Uh, we, yes. Uh, I, I don't know who's the, the God-shaped hole. Is that, uh, I don't know. But we all have a God-shaped hole in yeah. our... It's like we we do feel the need for something more. You get these people who reach the pinnacle of their professions or their careers or whatever it is, and realize I'm still not. It's not enough. Fulfilled, or I'm right. still not happy, or I'm still not. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be, so I go on to the next thing. And we have this just thirst for something more, and always trying to get it, you know, through our own power. And I, I do see that this kind of beauty and. <laughs> And, you know, Jesus, like, I am enough. I am here. I died and rose again. And that's, you know, again, if you don't believe that, yeah. then you're not going to... I mean, we could travel down so many different pathways that, with what that looks like because it looks different for every human being who has walked the earth, right? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times, uh, you know, I I was with a guy who was uh, multi, multi-millionaire just a couple of weeks ago. And he was talking about you know, his relationship with God. He had a lot of problems when he was a teenager. And, and now, you know, he's uh, in his 50s, I think. And uh, or maybe 60s, I don't know. But anyway, he, he was basically saying, yeah, the money and whatever, it's all meaningless. It, it means absolutely nothing. And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, okay, well, I can travel with you. But I, I think a lot of people couldn't travel with you because they're just like, yeah, okay, fine. You can say that because you had the opportunity and you still have opportunity. Right. You know, and and so there's a there's a safety net there that right, like okay, yeah, yeah it's easy to say that right. So, right. Um, essentially, somebody's words 
can be easily dismissed in, in any in any in any way, even their experience, even their personal experience yeah. with an experience that you can't repeat. Mm-hmm. It's just their opinion based off of their life experience, right? And so all of our relationships have to be entered in in that way. And, and the bottom line is, the you know, if I got to know this guy more, then his experience might mean more to me. Mm-hmm. But on the mm-hmm. surface, it's kind of like, meh, meh. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I feel like that's how most Christians are, too. It's like they don't have a relationship with anybody, and they want to come out of the gate going, Jesus Christ right. died for you, and you need him. Okay, meh. You know, yeah. like, but if, if they have a personal relationship with that person, and that person can experience, well, this guy has joy, and, you know, he goes through a lot of problems in his life, too, but he seems to hold on to something that and have something that I... Mm. I'm is missing in my life. So you're basically saying instead of worrying about having a bunch of arguments lined up to beat up the them, mm-hmm. <laughs> those who right, aren't yes. us, how about we actually just have a relationship with people and do life with them and in the process share with them how Christ has changed us yes. and impacted us and gives us hope. Yes. Like that would Wait, might actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> that might actually make more of an impact right yeah 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 i know that's it's uh, a <laughs> so so having a big event with lots of you know flashing lights yeah and then throw jesus at him at the end that's yeah. probably not the most not effective. not the most okay. effective no, I, I i know that might even be shocking coming from me because i i like the big event but you do like the flashing lights the yeah <laughs> Kind of, sometimes. I know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that is really what it's all about. It's all about relationship. And I think, and I, I will sit here and say this as a person who has dealt with and is dealing with, you know, deep life struggles, right? Um, I, I struggle with being, uh, you know, authentically open with all the ways in which I am struggling in mm. my faith all the time. Right. And yeah. I know that that would be probably more impactful to the person that I have a relationship with who is is not serving Christ. You know, I think sometimes we try to present a polished image of ourselves. In yeah. fact, I don't think sometimes. No, I we, think yeah. mostly all the time, the church is all about presenting a polished image and that that's what you're striving for. Right. Um, I actually found a, a, a meme. I was, just, I was about to say, the that meme I said that it you, to you guys. Yeah, that meme that you sent, it showed these like, well... People like down smoking, right. you know, doing things. Their hair was all disheveled, right? And, and they walk through this, this cartoon, like, this oh, tent of a Bible. I don't know yeah. if you could say. T- yes. And then they come out and they're in business suits with a briefcase, yes. Hair slicked back, and uh, somebody mm-hmm. jokes, "It's like, oh, following Jesus means you're now a businessman who works in New yeah. York or something, a white successful yeah. businessman, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and that is the terrible. <laughs> You yeah. know, false image that the church keeps spewing onto people. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's so wrong. The bottom line is we're all messed up. We all struggle. But the difference is, is that we have a hope. We have a hope that's beyond all of our junk, you know. And and that's hard, hard to hold on to and to be enough sometimes. But I think right. in the middle of that struggle, we just have to be honest about it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway. It's a lot of saying nothing. This is it's like it's like it's all about the mess, man. It's all about the. I know that sounds very hippie, right? Sounds very, and I'm not that way. I mean, I know I have tattoos and I'm a Gen Xer, but I I, I demand authenticity. I, yeah. I demand. I can't stand hypocrisy, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think I don't know. There's something about 
the the reality of, of just being and and living your life and uh, and on the mess of it, you know, and opening up with others in that. And I fail at it; like I'm terrible at it. But yeah. true. But there, but there I mean, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but there's something powerful in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it reminds me that, that long time ago, really good. Now really good friends, but he um, he and I were meeting, and and he had kind of grew up in the church but he was really struggling with whether he should believe or not and but he's like a very successful lawyer you know really and and we were meeting because he told me it's like i i don't understand why the bible why we why i should believe the bible why i should you know really be serious about any of this prove to me that it that i should right mm-hmm. and and so we had conversations over the course of a year like you know just finally i looked at him and i said man you're a lawyer you're I'm never going to out-argue you because you're a good one at that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yep. and I said, but the, the bottom line is, it's not do you believe the Bible, it's what are you going to do with Jesus, mm-hmm. right? If, if you believe Jesus was the Son of God, and if you believe he died for your sins because you needed a Savior, then let's start there, Yeah. and then let's and then, talk about how And then this how will we, inform... Yes, right. And, and, you know, that's where the conversation stopped, and he goes, I'm going to have to think about that. You know, and, and so we, which then, is good. Like I exactly. think that's great. Exactly. Now it's not when he comes to that. It's not like, well, I'm going through the motions, right? And it's like I am making an honest, like yes, I come to a conclusion, like really working yeah. through this to yes. say, I believe that Jesus mm-hmm. Christ was God, died and rose again, and yeah. now moving forward, I'm starting from there. That is, yeah. It's kind of like the guy whose son uh, was demon-possessed, and Jesus was up on the Mount Transfiguration, and he comes down, and, you know, the disciples say, we tried to, but it didn't work. And he's like, Jesus says, oh, this kind of only comes out, you know, by oh, prayer, prayer and fasting. fasting. One yep. But the, there's, and no, it's another one, where the guy says, I help believe. With, yeah, help oh, me with my, You know, and, <clears throat> and then he, he responds, and he says, help me with my unbelief. Mm. But it started with I believe. Yes. <laughs> right? It started with I think you are the guy. I believe. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. help me. Now move I'm forward. starting to doubt mm-hmm. it. But that's so relatable that I yeah. think we don't talk like we've said this before, that any sort of doubt in the church mm-hmm. has gotten really demonized in a way. It's like this and I, yeah. I and maybe unbelief and doubt I guess they're the same thing I'm like trying to think well is there is there like a nuance there but we we sh- we push away from it and in reality we all face that I mean we said that as pastors we are we are always digging into scripture and always digging into our faith and there's times where see I, I don't I think don't, I don't think faith and unbelief are opposites or I'm sorry I don't think faith and doubt are opposites mm-hmm. I think doubt and faith go hand in hand because I can't grow in my faith unless I have a doubt Hmm. Yeah, and so I would say lean into the doubt. That's deep. That's deep. I heard it somewhere. I'm sure <laughs> you read it. No, but I mean it is significant that you have to work through your doubts. It builds your faith. Yes. Right. Yes. It's like a resistance for muscle building. Not that I would know anything about that. <laughs> Me but, uh, but you know, if your faith is untested, then what kind of faith is it? True. So, well, and how, as the church, as, as believers, are we encouraging and supporting those in their doubts as well? Right, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you think of, okay, this person, all right, this person is doubting something, how do I approach them? What's the, what is my level of uh, relationship with them, and, and how do I interact with them to help 
lift them up in that time of doubt, to encourage them in that time of doubt, and hopefully provide a support to lead to a stronger faith. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's my friend, you know, that I talked about. We had that conversation, and about a year later, you know, I baptized him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and, yeah, and, that's special. and now his whole family. Yeah, that's, uh, that's very are, special. Are involved as daughter's leader in, you know, mm-hmm. a, a campus group. I mean, like, it, it's yeah. pretty phenomenal to see. And his wife, who was uh, Jewish, I mean, like, actual Jewish. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. practicing or? Uh, sort of. Okay. Like, yes, but not, her parents are practicing, but atheists, which is. Yeah, that's very, that, you know, yeah. Anyway, they, they um, she, she actually, <laughs> she, she was the one who we went to their house for dinner one time. And after he had made a decision, she looked at me and she said, all right, why in the world would a Jew believe in this Jesus guy? <laughs> like, that's how we started the conversation. <laughs> that's, you know? that's awesome. And, yeah. and, but 12 years later, I baptized her. Like, you know, she yeah. came to faith and, and all that. It's, it's really cool because, but it was relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't yell at him. I didn't argue. I didn't, right. you know. It was and you just, didn't have to give them all life. this empirical no. evidence. It you made know, sense. Right. They actually Absolutely. got hung up on C.S. Lewis's mere Christianity mm. because they couldn't get past a few of the arguments. Mm. And, they, you know, and they were like, I don't know if I get that. So, therefore, maybe I can't be a Christian. Mm. Wow. And and it's like no 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 that's not what it's about right and that's where I, I see tweets like I get it right I don't want to overcomplicate yeah how do we yeah how do we get people to truly seek the heart of God and truly seek to yeah. not a not a rules list not mm-hmm. a just a moral code yeah I, and I think we don't that's the problem right. yeah it's the Holy Spirit that does yeah. that I, I've been a part of I was yeah. part of an organization um, before this one a church and. Uh, the word transformation was used all the time, which I deeply believe in transformation. But uh, the the problem was is that it was all about kind of injecting transformation opportunities hmm. and not necessarily relying on. And the way it, I mean that sounds positive on the surface, but it was it was like introducing obstacles in order to cause transformation to happen. Right, and that. That didn't sit well with me because it, I, I think the work of the Holy Spirit happens regardless and outside of that. It is not our job to necessarily introduce mm. obstacles for people to be right. transformed, right. you know? So yeah. that's Spir- a different... Spiritually, maybe. I mean, because you give somebody... You uh, can challenge people. You, you, yeah, you, challenge don't people. To, you don't need to screw their life up just so they can grow in their faith. Right, right. It was... <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I again, don't know. I, I wasn't at that. I don't yeah, know anything right, about right. it. I'm no, not it would to just project, right. But. And I, I don't want to get into the details yeah, of yeah. it. But I mean, there would be choices mm. that would be made in order because the idea was we don't want to go the easy route here. Right. We actually want this mm, to be yeah. hard, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so that these people right. will yeah. have to work through it. Life is hard enough if you haven't right. noticed. Yes. <laughs> like I don't know if you guys have yeah. lived it all, but right, yeah. it can be yeah. crappy yeah. sometimes. Given the choice, it was always the least easy route because that would mm. that would encourage yeah. less transformation. If right. you will. So I, I don't. I don't yeah. buy into that, and I also believe that makes us kind of mini gods. Right, I was just about to say, but going back to the heart of it, yeah. yeah, are you trying to play the role of the Holy Spirit? Right. Are we? And I do think that is something as 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 a you know pastor who's speaking almost every week. I have to be really careful the weight that I put on myself, and also you know what is my responsibility in a given week. 
when even when any of us are any, interacting with people, mm-hmm. you know, what role are we trying to fill? Um, and that that is humbling because I think we all feel like, well, I can do a lot, and right. this is in my power, and I can do this. And well, if I if I preach good enough, then the Holy Spirit's then going to be able yeah. to do all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, I feel like I want I want to go off on even more of a tangent of that, but it's more about like discipling people, mm-hmm. developing people, because I feel like you know I taught guitar lessons from the time I was 14 well different musical instrument lessons and the thing that I learned with students was if you make them have some wins if you make them feel like they're winning they get way more inspired to do more but if you make people feel like they're losing all the time they're going to give up you know Um, and uh, you know man's search for meaning kind of speaks to that but I mean the the bottom line is if you want a kid to get excited about music put them in a position where they're set up well where they can actually have some wins and they get really stoked mm, about it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like the church needs to actually be leaning more to that side of mm, things mm. instead of uh, the alternative, which is, yeah, life is hard, you know? There are there are problems and we need to be able to speak to that, but, not, but we do need to lean to on-ramps that are clear and free of obstacles for mm. people to feel positive about their hmm. their journey and their experience so hmm. that's yeah. that's more of a church philosophical yeah, yeah, concept yeah. but For sure yeah future podcast yeah right yeah no this has been good i i enjoyed talking through this mm-hmm. uh thanks for chatting through this stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was good uh well yeah hopefully you guys got something out of it. like i said make sure to hit a thumbs up if you're still with us and uh we will be back again next Wednesday for another one. If you have questions, please feel free to shoot them in, info at presschurch.tv. Uh, we'd love to discuss whatever questions you may have. But until then, have a great rest of the week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Take care.